Hello and welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey, Jonathan. How's it going? It's going good, Amy. Everything's kind of beginning to wrap up. Can you believe we're like 21, 22 days away from the end of the year? It's wild. I, I tell you, the last couple of years, they have felt like they've gone forever and in a flash at the same time. Like everything feels like a blur, you know? Yeah, So absolutely. It feels like we were just beginning the pandemic. And at the same time, it feels like that's been going on forever. And, and now it's the end of the year. And I, I just like 2021 really seemed to fly by. I, I, I don't know yeah. about you, but I mean, in a couple of weeks, we'll be feeling like 22. I know. I know. It's wild. But that's because it will be 2022, not because it feels like it, but it will be. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. And we're coming up on our end of the year. Yep. Programming episodes. End of the year episodes coming up. We got to figure out which days to do those because our release days are Friday. Right. Which is Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, respectively, or in just a couple of weeks. So we got to figure out if we're going to do the year ender on the Christmas Eve, or we're going to do that on New Year's Eve and do the 2022 in the first week of 2022, even though we'll probably have news that week. So you and I need to work that out. We'll figure that out, folks. And we may even drop those on the 23rd and the 30th just to make it easier for you to consume because I know everybody will be kind of busy on That's the 24th right. and the 31st, unless you want to ring in the new year with Amy and I, if you, you know. <laughs> If you start the podcast at 11.32 and listen to the 28-minute podcast, it'll end at midnight. I can tell you for sure I will not be doing that. So no no pressure (laughs) to anyone listening. Don't feel like you have to. We will be sleeping. I'm going to tell you what I love. What I love about those special episodes is that not, not only are they fun, but also like we get to record them way in advance. So that's yes. what it's kind of a trick. It lets us like take a, the take the holidays and we actually get a break. Enjoy the t- yeah. Enjoy the yeah. time with our family. All right. One more programming note, Amy. Oatmeal white chocolate craisin. Yes. That's the Sweet 31 baking company cookie. There you month. go. Yeah. I knew I knew that was coming. Yeah. That sounds yeah. amazing, by the way. Oatmeal white chocolate craisin. Holy cow. Wow. Man. Mm, sign me up. Have we had something that's been bad or seen something that we wouldn't need from there, by the way? I mean, no, right? I mean, it's pretty much every week or every month. Yes, we would eat that. Yes, we would eat that. So, all right. Well, uh, check them out. Sweet 31 Baking Company at uh, sweet31bakingco.com over on the internet. You can order uh, all your tasty treats for Christmas. Uh, I bet they're busy this time of year, you know? Oh, I'm sure they are. This is probably a really crazy time for them, but a blessing to many. Absolutely. And a blessing to missions as well. I remember a lot of the proceeds go toward missions there. All right. They are not our sponsor, but Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary is. We want to thank them again for being part of the show this week. All the upheaval and disruption over the last two years has left many asking, what does ministry look like now? The Ministry Now Conference will answer this question on March 22nd through 24th. Experienced ministry leaders from across the nation will gather at Southwestern Seminary in Fort Worth, Texas to explore how God's churches can thrive in this ever-changing ministry context. Founded on an unyielding commitment to biblical truth built by expert practitioners and designed to encourage and equip God's people in every area of ministry, this gathering will empower you to live your calling wherever you serve God. 
So join them in Fort Worth, Texas on March 22nd to 24th of 2022. Discounted registration ends January 15th. So reserve your tickets now at swbts.edu slash ministry now 2022. So that's the ministry now conference over at Southwestern. Sounds like a good deal. March 22nd through 24th. A really encouraging time there on the campus of Southwestern Seminary in Fort Worth, Texas. Amy, we start speaking of Southwestern. Maybe it's uh, it's most vociferous endorser out there and, and fan. Matt Hensley, the president of the 2022 Southern Baptist Convention Pastors Conference, has announced who will be preaching at the Pastors Conference. He has, and I want to say... He announced it in a way that I doubt it ever has been before. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, no, it hasn't. I I watched that video and thought, it really is a new era. I'm not quite sure what I think about this, uh, but for sure, a, a... it's just a new style. That's uh, I think that's yeah. the way to describe it. I will not be putting it. that audio on this podcast. Uh, well, just for to explain, and then people can just go look on their own to to find it. He presented it in sort of a twelve days of Christmas style video. With uh, he sang, he sang the the list. It it was it was it was entertaining. It was something. I'm just kidding, Matt. Uh, so, it, it but he something. got it out there. Yeah, it had uh, had had pictures, you know, everything. So it, but it, I stayed till the end. I wanted to know who they all were, so I watched the whole thing. All right, so it's a very diverse group in terms of small congregations, mega churches, different backgrounds, um, experience, you know, things like that. It said in the BP story, it said. From small congregations to mega churches and combat veteran to former Division I college football players. So it's just all kinds of all kinds of people. So here they are. So there's uh, are, do I should I tell them all or you want me to do like six of them and you do six? We'll just alternate. How about that? Okay. All right. So Make Matthew Mueller. Matthew Mueller, he's uh, he's from Valley Life Church in Peoria, Arizona. He is a veteran who lost his eye in combat. And so that's part of his story. And he planted Valley Life just before COVID-19. So it's a, a sort of a fresh church planter. All right. So he's from Arizona. Clay Smith, the pastor at Johnson Ferry Baptist Church in Marietta, Georgia. Remember, he succeeded Johnson Ferry's founding pastor, Bryant Wright, just a couple of years ago. So Clay Smith from the Atlanta area in Georgia. Yeah. All right. Marcus Hayes from Crossroads Baptist Church in the Woodlands, Texas. He began as a pastor and at Crossroads during the shutdown in April 2020. He's a former executive committee member who had to leave the executive committee because he moved. He was at Biltmore Baptist here in North Carolina on staff and then moved to Texas to be the pastor of Crossroads Baptist Church. So he will be uh, speaking at the pastor's conference. All right. Come on. And next, you're giving one of my favorite, favorite SBC pastors or, or retired. Yeah. Pastor. To say he just retired Al Jackson yeah. from yes. Lakeview Baptist church in Auburn, Alabama. And many of you, I know people love Al Jackson. Oh my goodness. Do so, not miss this one, folks. One of Do the most miss. beloved pastors in the Southern Baptist convention, yeah. Al Jackson. Yes. Incredible mentoring ministry. All right. And then another favorite of ours, good, good friend of the pod. Yes. One of the first guests on the pod. That's true. Episode two. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Julio Ariola, church planting coordinator. Uh, he's at the Southern Baptist of Texas convention. 
He's doing well, he's a, he's a North like American Sin Network. Board. It's sin, but he's supporting. Yeah. It's both. It's North American Mission Board, but he's coordinating church planting. He worked with both of us. He was executive director of Hispanic Relations and Mobilization for the SBC Executive Committee. Mm-hmm. So Julio, way to go! Yes, All right, come on. For him. And one of my favorite people, good friend of the pod, and there are a few people that I enjoy hanging out with more than Mark Clifton. And he is the Senior Director of Church Replanting and Rural Strategy for North American Mission Board. And Mark is one of the best people in the world and just one of my dear friends. And I'm so excited that he's on this list too. Yeah, very exciting. All right, Daryl Jones from the Rock Fellowship Church in Pembroke Pines, Florida. He was the most accomplished track and football athlete in the history of the University of Miami. That's impressive. And he has planted the Rock Fellowship. So, University right. of Miami, Miami, also home of the Rock. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But okay. Dwayne Johnson not at the Pastors Conference. That would be some kind of feat if Matt pulled that one off. It sure would. It sure would. All right, Omar Johnson, pastor of Temple Hills Baptist Church in Temple Hills, Maryland. He's one of two of the speakers who are former interns at Capitol Hill Baptist in Washington, D.C. It's a Mark Dever uh, church in D.C. So Omar Johnson came out of Capitol Hill and now pastors Temple Hills Baptist in Temple Hills, Maryland, just outside of D.C. So there's some reflection here of these mentoring programs because uh, Capitol Hill obviously has a very well-known internship. And then Al Jackson, whose internship is also um, very highly respected or was since he's retired. So really reflecting some of these. No, I mean, I mean, it doesn't exist it, anymore. It, but it, still it, respects, it, yeah. it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Sorry, Al. All right. So, uh, PJ I still Tobian, respect you, Al. Yes. PJ Tobian from Bethany Baptist Church in Bellflower, California. He's the other former Capitol Hill Baptist Church intern. And uh, he, I, I've heard his name yeah. a lot the last few years. That's a name years. that should be familiar to people. Yeah. So, very exciting. And obviously in his home state. Okay. Good friend of the pod coming up. Yep. Matt Carter. At Sagemont in Houston, Matt Carter, um, known to many as Bird Catcher. Uh, you've seen the, the the video of him catching the quail with his bare hands. Matt also planted Austin Stone Community Church in Austin, Texas, uh, which I think many of you are familiar with. We've seen many of the worship leaders at off from Austin Stone at a lot of the events that we've been at. Uh, I know we've talked about him here on the pod, Jimmy McNeil among them, and I just saw him recently up in uh, Kansas City. And uh, Matt Carter is the pastor at Sagemont now, left there uh, about two, three years ago, uh, left Austin Stone to come to Sagemont in Houston. And uh, really excited to see him on the list. And then Hanley Liu from First Chinese Baptist Church in Walnut, California. He leads the English speaking service at First Chinese Baptist, which averages about 800 people. So that would be maybe like for second generation Chinese Americans and, yeah. and things. So very, very exciting. A lot of good Californians mixed in here, yeah. which is nice since we will Absolutely. be there. And then Israel Via Lobos, who's at Plymouth Park Baptist Church in Irving, Texas. He's the Spanish ministries pastor at Plymouth Park. And uh, just, you know, kind of this diversity that we're seeing throughout these. So you got Hanley Lou, you got Israel, you got PJ Tobian, you know, a lot of diversity among these speakers across the board here uh, from different backgrounds, different, uh, you know, ministry settings. And I think Matt did a really good job. I want to commend him on that for highlighting people from across the SBC, different ministry settings, different size churches, different areas of the country, as well as. You know, different 
kind of theological streams within our Southern Baptist family. So really, really cool. Uh, nice job by Matt and his team, uh, which includes Cam Triggs and Sam Greer, and in picking this group of uh, speakers. So really looking forward to that. All right. Very and, and cool. There's a couple of others that he has said that you know are going to be there as well. So these are the actual pastors, and there's going to be a couple other speakers, including Adam Greenway, the president at Southwestern Seminary, and Daniel Ritchie, who I know is a good friend of yours over in oh, South, absolutely. At Southeastern. Yes. Yeah. Daniel's the best. And also leading worship will be Matt Boswell, good friend of the pod and uh, also a pastor and worship leader in Texas, and the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary's Cowden Hall Band. Yeah, that sounds great. It's going to be a good, really good few days to kick off the week of the annual meeting. Absolutely. All right, Amy, it's the first of the month. You know what that means. CP. Hey, I got some good news. We're about 5% above budget and above giving through the same time last year. So almost five percent. That's really 5%, great. Amy. Yeah, yeah, pretty exciting here. So very, had, very good news. Yes, All right, absolutely. give us the numbers. Sixteen million four hundred fifty-four thousand two hundred thirty-one dollars and twenty-seven cents. Don't forget the twenty-seven cents, uh, which is above the budget, which is around fifteen point eight million, and the fifteen point seven ish million received last year. So we are above budget for the year on the total of just above $33.2 million. That's 4.61% more than last year's contribution of around 31.7 and 4.87% above the year-to-date budgeted projections of 31.6666. You can do the math there on that one uh, for the year. And uh, so, yeah, in good, good shape, really good shape on the CP giving side of things. Very cool. It's exciting to see that, especially after the last couple of years that we've had and even some of the concerns that we had back when this all started and just to see the generosity of people and all of that continue. Yeah. All right. Hey, you know, I know it's uh, December, Amy, but you know what's coming around in the summer of 2022 other than the annual meeting? Vacation Bible School. That's right. Vacation Bible School. Lifeway has their Spark Studios VBS that is coming next year, and they've got some training dates they've announced. So there's a bunch of these around the country. There's some in uh, Texas, in North Carolina, Nashville. So uh, Friday and Saturday, January 7th and 8th here at First Baptist Church, Nashville, which is downtown here in downtown Nashville. Then you've also got it at Sugar Creek Baptist Church the next weekend in Houston, Texas. So that's Sugar Creek Baptist in Houston. And then January 21st and 22nd, they're going to be at Travis Avenue Baptist Church in Fort Worth, and then January 28th and 29th, they'll be at Ridgecrest Conference Center in the beautiful state of North Carolina. So, Amy, if you're really fired up about this, I know you can go to the one at Ridgecrest. That'd probably be the best one for you to go to. Right. That would be the closest. That would be the closest. But you might want to come to the Nashville one because that's just fun to come to Nashville. Right, because it's fun to come to Nashville. Well, go to, it- go to Houston and eat at Papacito's. Oh, that might be worth it. That might be so, the thing. See, now, to do is, now you're is, like de- I, determining I which one to go to. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So these are these are essentially previews. So they have a fully stocked store so that people can shop for their curriculum, can get decorations, promotional materials, things like that, and actually get to see. So it's kind of a, a mock-up so that people can see the the curriculum sort of come to life and get ideas and network with other people and kind of think about how to do it. So it's a great way to begin the process. It's hard to imagine, you know, thinking about the summer in January, but that's how long it takes to do some of these events. Yeah. So, well, you good, know, good I, I know in the church after Christmas, 
I think a lot of the attention, everybody thinks, you know, launching the new year and then we got Easter staring down the barrel at us. But if you're a children's minister and if you have a children's minister in your life, like I do, after Christmas, the next thing they're thinking about a lot of times is VBS. So January hits and it's like, all right, let's get ready for VBS because that's coming in June or July, maybe in your church. But VBS is that that time of year, um, every year, it seems. And in, in January, it's time, it's time to start thinking about that. So, all right. Well, so if you're interested in that, check those out. Uh, the dates we just read there at the story at Baptist Press, uh, where all the stories that we talk about are. And uh, Amy, some news out of Midwestern. All right, they've had the fusion program over the last few years in their undergraduate program there at Midwestern. Now they have expanded that to a fusion master's cohort experience. Yeah. So this is a year long graduate level program and it is designed to train students that want to be in overseas context. So it, it includes a 36 hour MA in intercultural studies. It also has mentorship on the ground and training and then an extensive summer missions practicum overseas in partnership with the IMB. They also get scholarship assistance. Uh, so it, it's, it, it's a great sort of almost just transferring that experience to with all of the practical pieces and then putting it in with master's level courses. So it is a year long program where you have an MA, but if someone wants to do an MDiv, they can actually do it as part of their MDiv and then it, it goes longer, but it, it kind of just fits into the curriculum. So it was designed really well for that. Yeah. So if that's something that might interest you, and uh, I know many of our listeners may be interested in that, uh, check it out over at Midwestern's website. And you can also uh, find all the information in the Baptist Press story. All right. We mentioned last week, Amy, that graduation was happening at Southwestern. I know today is graduation at Southeastern. Congratulations to Becca Stone King, friend of the pod, and many others. At wait, wait, I got, I've been, I, I, I've been yeah. getting pictures from Becca this week. So that's yeah. all. So, so Becca Stone King. So I want to bring up some friends of the pod and I can't, we can't comment on everyone, but Becca Stone King's graduating today. Um, Anna Dobb here at Southeastern's graduating with her PhD today, but here's the big shout out because congratulations go to all graduates, but also to families of graduates. I want to give a special congratulations to Nora and Leo. Oh, because their dad, Ryan Fullerton, who we also congratulate him, he is graduating today. But Nora and Leo, I want you to know, I'm excited. I'm going to try to get over there. We're recording this on Friday morning. I'm going to try to get over there for graduation for sure by the end to get to see you outside. So uh, maybe by the time you hear this, we will have already gotten a chance to see each other. So congrats yeah. to all of the graduates at all of our seminaries and to the family members, because I, I know this from, from walking through it three times that the family is as much invested in it uh, as the student is. Yeah. So Mary and Drew would also agree to that. Yeah. And I guess between the two of us, well, I guess they walked through it two times because it was just it was just me and Keith for the MDiv and THM, and then um, and then Mary and Drew were around for the PhD and for my MA. So yeah, so yeah, congratulations to them. All right, yeah, back to the story though. Southwestern, they, they yes. uh, yeah, and and by the way, uh, Nora and Leo, for many of you maybe new to the pod, they are probably our youngest friends of the pod. Um, that uh, Ryan Fullerton's uh, uh, children there 
in North Carolina. So, um, yes, met them a couple of years ago. Where was that? Was that a Birmingham that we met them yeah. for the first time, like in person, or at least I did. Yeah, you, I think you'd you'd met them. Before. Right, yeah. I had met them. Yeah, over yeah. here at Southeastern, but all right, they get very excited and they've moved away, so they're coming back for oh, this okay. for this weekend. Yeah, because gotcha. they're ministering away. Fort Worth, Texas. Last week, more than 300 graduates of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary and Texas Baptist College. So uh, 33 states and 20 countries were represented. That's amazing. That's a great, and that's a great number for December graduation. Yeah. Because December is usually a little lower, you know, than Mm -hmm. the spring, but 300, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, they also announced at Southwestern this past week, the hiring of a friend of the pod, Micah Carter as Assistant Professor of Theology at Texas Baptist College. Micah was at Lifeway with me for a bit whenever I first started at Lifeway and then went to First Baptist Church of Ripley, Mississippi uh, as the pastor there. I think he was with you guys at Southern. Is that right? He was with us at Southern. We were, and then at Lifeway. So I've I've been in the same place with Micah a couple different times. Yeah. So So congratulations to him. He'll be headed to Fort Worth to uh, serve as a theology professor there at Texas Baptist College and at Southwestern. So uh, kind of exciting for him and his family. So congratulations to them. Amy, I think that's going to do it for our news this week and bring us to my favorite part of the week this week in SBC history. Amy, blow our minds. We're going to go to 1950 for a very interesting announcement that came that I didn't know about. And so I've been actually asking uh, Ryan Hutchinson this morning, sending him some messages to ask, uh, see if we can, can get a little more detail on it. And so I may talk to him some more uh, to to do a follow-up. But this is the 1950 issue of Baptist Press that ran on December 11th. And it announced the the first president, the first president elected to lead Southeastern Seminary. So kind of a big deal because this is the time when new seminary is coming. Obviously, this is huge in the history of of, uh, where I am. So the first president is elected, Olin Binkley. But here's the deal. Binkley Chapel. It is Binkley Chapel. But this is what threw me off, and I had to do some digging. He was not the first president of Southeastern Seminary. He was the first academic dean. And Sidnor Staley, who Staley Hall is named Staley after, Hall. was the yeah. first president. Yeah. And then Olin Binkley became president in 1963. So here's the deal. In 1950, he got elected first pre- the first president, and he said no. And I have no idea why. So I'm digging on this. I'm going to find out. Olin Binkley also has, there's another, another bit of history in this area. So in 1958, he's here as academic dean, and a church in Chapel Hill got planted and named after him. It's the Olin Binkley Memorial Baptist Church. It's still there. Um, it is not Southern Baptist. It started as, as a Southern Baptist church, but is now an American Baptist church. But in 1959, a new uh, member, so as it's a fresh church, new, new member comes to town, new person moves to town and becomes their most well-known member, Dean Smith. So Never heard he of him. Join the church. What what school was he at? Yeah, I bet. So Not Dean that Smith kind of joins dean. the church. That's right. In 1959, when he came as an assistant coach at UNC, and then when he, I mean, I think he was a very involved member there until he until he died. So it was always interesting to me to see stuff about Dean Smith and his funeral at Olin Binkley, and you know that name is kind of big here. Anyway, 
so big announcement for a person that's, you know, huge figure in, in the area where I live, but a fascinating thing to me, because I don't know why he said no. So I'm, I'm bringing this today, but I'm going to come back with a follow-up next week after I talk to Ryan Hutchinson and get more details. Um, so big announcement in the life of Southeastern Seminary this week in SBC history, except it went nowhere. Mm, that's wild. Uh, it, it makes makes you wonder, doesn't it? So maybe yeah. you just didn't feel like it was the time, you know? Maybe just not. Just wanted to focus yeah. on the academics. Yeah. And so not at on, the time, you know, leaving yeah. and raising money. Yeah. So at the time, he was professor of Christian ethics and sociology at Southern Seminary. And it said that he had been elected the first president. So they had already elected him. And it said, if he accepts, he will reside at Wake Forest, North Carolina, where the seminary is expected to open next September, which it did open in 1951, but with Sidner Staley. And then you, you think they would have a little conversation beforehand before electing him. And maybe they did. I right. Don't know. Right. But uh, but yeah, so Binkley came as a faculty member and then became academic dean a little bit later. And then in 63 agreed to be the president and now Binkley Chapel named after him. So very he interesting. Just, he just wanted the chapel and not the hall. That's all it was. That's right. He was like, if also, they name me the first president, I won't be the yes. chapel guy. Also this week in SBC this week history, Keith and I got married December 11th. Oh, I was like, that was 22 years ago. Yeah. Before so, the pod. So, right. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Big plans. We have a throwback to the resource of the week I gave a few weeks ago. Taylor Linhart is doing a house concert here in Raleigh, and we're headed there tomorrow night. So Yeah, probably not at your house because the contractor's doing work and stuff. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Getting a little renovation done. Not quite the time for a house party. That's right. Right. But in Raleigh. So check, if you haven't checked her album out, you need to do it. Yeah. And, and by the way, if you're wondering why Coco is losing his ever-loving mind in the background... That would be the contract because the contractors are here. We're doing yeah. some bathroom updates. Yeah. So, so hey, Coco, for the kids. All right, Coco. Just he, he, you know, he went like 500 episodes without making an appearance, and then now all of a sudden he's like, I, every week I've got to be here, and and WeGo is joined in as well. So, okay, all right. Well, that brings us to our resources of the week. Amy, your resource of the week is mine is one that I probably did a couple of years ago, but uh, going to do it again. So it's a book by JD Greer called searching for Christmas. What if there's more to the story than you thought? And I want to throw it out there because you can, you can order it on Amazon. It's three 99 a copy and it's a very short book. It's about 64 pages. And this is an excellent evangelistic outreach tool. So, uh, you, if you have prime, like it can be delivered within a day. I mean, I'm looking at it. It says if I delivered it now, uh, if I ordered it now, it'd be delivered tomorrow. So at a, at, at a price like that, three ninety nine, this is a great way to share the gospel with your neighbors. Cause you can give it, give it to them as, as a gift net friends and family things. So I wanted to just throw that out there as a suggestion. All right. Sounds good. And then my resource of the week, actually the, the caring well program and curriculum, uh, becoming a church that cares well for the abused. And, and we had a story in Baptist Press this week about how the Caring Well program has changed lives, changed procedures, and saved lives, uh, you know, saved potential victims um, yeah, over the past couple of that years. Was a great, that was a wild story. Um, that was that a great story. Yeah. yeah, basically a church that learned about how to spot grooming patterns and they had a situation, a scenario with someone who they later found out in their town was, was arrested. 
but they had taken steps in what they were witnessing to try and, and protect the children in their church. And they did. That they may and not have recognized had they not gone through the Caring Well that's right. curriculum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really incredible. So, yeah, so we're kind of uh, encouraging people, you know, from the executive committee side, the ERLC side as well, kind of encouraging people to look at it and say, hey, 2022 is coming up, new year. It's a good time for you to maybe kick that off, start that, go through that. If you haven't already done it, we've had thousands of churches that have. But if your church hasn't done and hasn't gone through the Caring Well uh, curriculum, I encourage you to do that. Uh, you know, there's a video I, I put out, uh, part of this story and everything too, just kind of encouraging churches. But I mean, you you can do this. It's a twelve month, eight step process. I mean, it's it's not a lot of work for churches, and it has a immense benefit potentially down the line. I mean, even, even if you never like, you know, we talked about that church, how they kind of spotted that. Even if that never happens, the fact that your people are trained helps keeping it helps keep it from happening. Uh, you know, as as best possible. So, uh, really encouraging you to check out the Caring Well curriculum over at caringwell.com. All right, Amy, that's going to do it for the news this week. I was checking out the Ministry Now conference from our sponsor, Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, the, the conference we were talking about at the top of the show. A lot of overlap with the pastor's conference speakers. Matt Carter, Marcus Hayes, they're both on the Ministry Now conference thing too. So that's going to be a really good conference. I mean, listen to this. Matt Carter, Noe Garcia, Marcus Hayes, O.S. Hawkins, Jack Graham, Juan Sanchez, and Adam Greenway. So a lot of, uh, a lot of good folks. And hey, Matt Boswell, Cowden Hall Band, also doing worship, and the Gettys. They got the Gettys for this thing. That'll be a pretty big deal. Yeah. yeah. They got Matt Boswell for this thing. How about that? Didn't mean to slight you, Matt, <laughs> saying that they got the Gettys. They've also got Matt Boswell, so that's exciting. Very cool. Looking forward to that. It'll be great to hear how it goes. Yep, absolutely. All right, so end of the year, got a lot of Christmas things going Folks, appreciate all you do and uh, appreciate everyone listening every week here on the podcast. Amy? Yeah, and with our special episodes coming ahead, everyone needs to know next week is your last week to make news. Oh, After yes. that, There's no news allowed between the end of next week and the end of the year. That's right. That's right. Next so, week is our last normal episode, so prepare to shut it down after yes. that. And and we're not really encouraging you to make news next week in in a bad way, right? If you want right, to make good right. news, it'd be nice if, yeah. yeah, do that, yeah. You know, talk about how big your Lottie Moon gift was. You know, speaking of which, that's that's going on right now. Amy, did you see that uh, article this week that we had about the thirty seven pound catfish and how it was raising money for Lottie Moon? I I did, but I hadn't gotten to read it. So I wanted to say that you know Lottie Moon gifts brought in from catfishing, but I didn't think that would go well. I don't think, yeah. There's no reason. Yeah, that that would have that would have confused people. So we will just go with the 37 pound catfish. But yeah, check it out. That thing was huge, Amy. I don't know if you saw the picture, but if you haven't seen that, go check that story out at Baptist Press. Just you know, look for the 37 pound catfish story. You'll see it and uh, and check that Crazy. out. So yeah, do give to Lottie Moon. We got some great creative ways that churches are raising money for Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Again, that's this time of year. Uh, I would encourage you to, to do that and uh, and blow through your goal. I know we've heard from several churches that have already surpassed their goal with just a few weeks left to go. So that's exciting to hear. Again, Lottie Moon Christmas offering over at the IMB. You can check that out at imb.org and just look for the, the Give Now and Lottie Moon if you want to give directly through the IMB. But Amy, that'll do it for us this week. I'll see you next week. See you next week. 